This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. UN blasts world leaders for failing to seal financial deal on climate. Far-right falters as conservatives lead French regional vote. And children of obese parents at higher risk of fatty liver disease. It's Monday, June 21. I'm Anthony Davis. The head of climate change at the UN has warned that world leaders are still far away from securing a deal to limit the disastrous effects of global heating, with less than five months to go before a key summit in Glasgow. Time is running out, said Patricia Espinosa, who was formerly foreign minister of Mexico, but now leads the UN on climate policy. She said although advances had been made at the G7 meeting in Cornwall last weekend, progress had not been made on honouring past commitments to find $100 billion a year to help developing countries invest in green technologies. The Paris Climate Agreement in 2015 pledged that nations would try to limit temperature rises to less than 1.5 degrees centigrade by drastically limiting fossil fuel emissions, the principal cause of global heating. Glasgow will be the first opportunity to assess the impact of the promises made in Paris and to implement new measures to avert a global catastrophe. Honouring the pledge is seen as critical if developing countries are to come into line with plans to cut emissions and take costly steps necessary to reduce their reliance on fossil fuels. At the G7, there was commitments to get the target before COP26, but a lack of detail remained about precisely how much money wealthier nations would be willing to give. Marine Le Pen's far-right party stumbled, French President Emmanuel Macron's centrists crashed, and incumbent conservatives surged ahead in the first round of regional elections yesterday that were dominated by security issues and a record low turnout. What was meant to be a vote centred on local concerns like transportation, schools and infrastructure turned into a dress rehearsal for next year's presidential vote, as would-be presidential hopefuls seized on the regional campaign to test ideas and win followers. Macron's rivals on the left and right notably denounced his government's handling of the pandemic. The wrangling appeared to turn off some voters, and less than 34% showed up, according to polling agencies. Politicians across the spectrum pleaded with the stay-at-home voters to wake up for the decisive second round on June 17. Le Pen called the low turnout a civic disaster that deformed the electoral reality of the country and produces a misleading vision of the current political forces. 
The result is a clear setback for Penn's national rally, though it came in second place in most regions, according to early official results and polling agency projections. It's hoping to win control of a region for the first time to boost her decade-long effort to legitimise a party long seen as an anti-democratic, anti-Semitic pariah. It had been riding high in pre-election polls and had steered campaign discourse towards its favoured subjects of policing and immigration, though both are issues handled by the central government and not regional councils. The party dominated the first round of the last regional elections in 2015, but collapsed in the runoff as parties and voters banded together against it. The result is also a deep embarrassment for Macron, whose young Republic on the Move party had hoped to establish a regional foothold for the first time, but failed to excite voters. Children of obese mothers have a greater risk of developing fatty liver disease in their 20s, according to researchers who say policymakers need to do more to tackle the promotion of poor quality food and drink. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can be caused by obesity. If it progresses, it can lead to serious health problems such as cirrhosis and liver cancer, while high levels of fat in the liver are also associated with a greater risk of type 2 diabetes and heart disease. NAFLD is the leading cause of liver disease in Western countries, while liver disease is the most common cause of death in people aged between 35 and 49 in the United Kingdom. While age is a risk factor for NAFLD, researchers have previously warned of an epidemic of the condition in young people after finding that about 20% of 24-year-olds in England had fatty deposits on the liver, with half of those having a severe form of the condition. Now, the same team say influences in the womb may play a role in increasing the risk of developing NAFLD. After taking into account factors such as maternal age, smoking in pregnancy and social class, the team found that obesity in mothers before pregnancy was associated with just over twice the risk of their children going on to have NAFLD at the age of 24, compared with that for non-obese mothers, adding that almost 20% of the offspring of non-obese mothers had non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The team also found an increased risk associated with obese fathers, but this increase was smaller than for obese mothers, suggesting that while the family environment or father's health may play a role, there appears to be a particular influence occurring in the womb. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.